Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I wonder how many times Twice. Weather was beautiful. I'm going with three. Our buddy joins us on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline. He covers the Browns for the Chronicle Telegram, brownzone.com. He loves Bruce Springsteen. He loves bye weeks. He loves golf. He is Scott Petrek. Over, under, two and a half. I go over. You win, Jeff. Oh, yes. man, I went twice. Yes. How many? It was, actually, it was actually just more than two and a half. I played like 11 holes one day. And then 18 the next two days. Very nice. That is just barely over two and a half. Outstanding. That's wonderful. Um, so you enjoyed the bye week. I did. I'm assuming the Browns enjoyed the bye week. I'm sitting here, and I, I, I know they had a four-game losing streak, and they ended it with a win over the Bengals, and they looked good doing it. And the Bengals thrashed the Panthers yesterday, and the NFL is so screwy. I have some optimism as I'm sitting here today, Scott. I'm not sure why. But I, but I do. Should I have a little optimism or no? I think it's okay, Jeff. I really do. Now, you know, if the Browns go to Miami and get it handed to them, then obviously yeah. that optimism will be short-lived. But I think there's some justification. Number one is I think the Browns played to their potential in that Monday night win over the Bengals. And if they play like that, they can beat a lot of teams. And I also you know, I heard you talking before, I, I do think a lot of it comes back to the defense. And – the defense has played much better the last two weeks, and if it plays close to that level, then this team has a chance to win games. Because that was, you know, defensive special teams are really what held the team back over those first eight games, right? The defensive special teams have played a little better. The Browns would have more wins because the offense has not been the problem. So if they figured something out defensively, then yeah, they have a chance to go on a run. Um. Winovich and Ford, Jerome Ford and Chase Winovich, both uh, return from uh, the injured reserve. Any impact? How are they going to do this with the running backs? And, and you know, I, I was excited about Winovich in the beginning of the, when they signed him, but then it seemed like he was on the bubble towards the end of camp. And, and now you have him, and uh, it seems to me like he'll be a nice backup if he can play and be healthy. So what do you think? Right. I mean, they have 21 days to actually activate them. You know, they'll practice today for the first time. I don't know if they'll be ready to go by Sunday, but whenever they are ready, I think Winovich helps that pass rush. You know, I, I think Isaiah Thomas has shown some things over the last couple of weeks, especially against the Bengals. You know, Alex Wright has been fine. I think he's been better as a run stopper than a pass rusher. And Winovich is really a pass rusher. So he can help you, you know, in third and long situations when he's healthy. And Ford, you know, he didn't get any snaps at all on offense before he got hurt. And I would doubt that he does you know, coming off the injury, but where he might be able to give you a spark is in a kick return, right? They haven't been able to do anything. He wasn't great, but he did have a 44-yarder, and I would like to see him get some more opportunities there. Scott Petrak joining us, Chronicle Telegram, brownzone.com. I love the fact that uh, Amari Cooper has 
probably been more consistently good than he's been throughout his career. And, and he's always been good throughout his career. Mm-hmm. Who, who's going to step up and come along with him at that receiver spot? What has struck you about that position so far? Yeah, well, you know, I think Donovan Peoples-Jones has been good enough. I, I really do. And, you know, I keep thinking about what Andrew Berry said when we talked to him Wednesday about leaning into your strengths. And, you know, I think you could read that he's either going to run the ball a bunch after the bye. But to me, it's a combination of running it maybe a little bit more, but then finding those guys that can do it in the pass game. And it's Cooper, it's Peoples-Jones, and Njoku. And figure out a way to get the ball to those guys even more than you are. And I think we've seen, you know, with defenses loaded up to stop the run every week, we've seen Jacoby Brissett have some success throwing the ball down the field, which I think was a question mark heading into this season. So I, I think there's a way to use those two elements together to be explosive, right? You can, ha- you can run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, but if when you take those shots, you throw it wide to either Cooper or people's zones or down the middle of Njoku, I-, I think there's a chance to have success doing that, and I would expect that to continue. One week uh, until Deshaun Watson can practice again. Uh, just uh, how do you how, – how does the change – I mean, maybe it's just as easy as – Making the change, we're going. Okay, you're the starting quarterback, and you're not, Kobe. But um, I, I just I wonder how Kevin Stefanski handles this over the next, you know, two two three weeks here of, of making the changeover. Yeah, I don't think it's super easy in those couple of weeks in practice before you know that Texans week because you still have to get Jacoby Brissett ready to play, right? And these starting quarterbacks, right. they don't they take just about every snap with the first team in practice. So, you know, Deshaun Watson, the fact that he can be on the field is great. The fact that he can take individual reps with Amari Cooper and Donald Peoples-Jones and David Njoku when he's healthy, that really helps. You know, you just start to get that rhythm back. Uh, you know, I'm sure he'll be scout team or whatever, so he gets you know, as many reps as possible. And then maybe there's an extra period built in so that he can work with the ones. But I, I think there is a juggling aspect until that Texans week, and it's all Sean Watson all the time. But, you know, I flash back to the offseason in training camp, the start of training camp, when it was Deshaun Watson got all the first-team reps. It's because he wasn't going to get these reps, right? Once he was suspended, you didn't know how long he'd be suspended, but you wanted to front-load the reps. So he does have that kind of in the bank to go back to. And then I think the next couple weeks will be easing him back in and then full go that Texans week. Scott, I I don't want to – we're all going to do it a little bit, and I don't want to do it extensively, but looking down the road to when Deshaun does get here, yeah. Andy and I did it, and you guys just talked about it for a little bit. What impact do you think that will have on the locker room? And, and I, I ask that from a, yeah. will it be a, all right, Deshaun's here, here we go, or will it be like, dang, J- Jacoby was our guy, and he did a great job, and this is going to be this is going to be tough. It's a good question. Um I do think Jacoby has earned a special place within that locker room. And I don't think that goes away when he's not starting, but it's certainly different and probably diminished when you're not the guy in the huddle, right? So I could see some of that. I also know that before the suspension, you know, the guy said all the right things about Deshaun Watson as a leader and as a player. So, but I've never gotten the sense, and I could be wrong, but I've never gotten the sense that the team is waiting for him to come back. I think the suspension was too long. Um, you know, they have too many games to play. You had Jacoby, who had taken on this big leadership role. Did I never sense, like, oh, my gosh, we're going to be fine when Watson comes back? I never got that. Now, maybe when it's closer, 
guys start to think that way. But I really think it, it's more like they need to see him play a great game, and then maybe that switch flips, and they'll go, okay, this guy can take us where we want to go. I, I just, I'm not sure they've seen enough of him with the Browns to have that sense yet. Do you have a sense of optimism? Jeff and I were talking about, especially after yesterday's games. Like, I'm still trying to figure out how the Jets beat Buffalo. You know, and, and but Cincinnati's able to bounce back. The league's a mess. Things are going strange. Yeah. Things are happening. I mean, the everywhere. league's got to love this because every market thinks that their team has a chance to, you know, even if they're not dead yet. You know, and so I, I, I don't. I'm just there is a tiny sense of optimism that is creeping into the back of my skull. Is that just my skull, which is empty skull. for everything? Everything else <laughs> is empty in there. Or do you, can you feel that a little? Yeah, no, I think that's justified. I, you know, I think the difference between two and six and three and five. It's huge, especially the timing of it, right before the bye. Uh, if, if they entered the bye on a five-game losing streak, who knows what would have happened, right? I think you would have had at least one trade, maybe more. Uh, I doubt you would have firings, but there would have been talk about it, depending on how that Bengals game played out, right? Instead, you win. And not only do you win, you play really well in the best game that they've played this season. And everything calms down. And I think that, you know, it's a nice feeling, right? Right. As opposed to everything being chaotic and people worrying about things uh so yeah I, I get that sense of optimism you know the games and it's not only yesterday it's throughout the season what it reinforces is you have to play well every week and if you do that you have a chance i don't care who the opponent is but if you don't play well or you don't make big plays in the fourth quarter you lose games and it's whether you're watching the chiefs titans last night where the titans had plenty of chances to win or at least hung around long enough but yeah. couldn't pull it off right you watch Cincinnati bounce back. You just go up and down the league. Miami's, you know, been in two close games the last two weeks, but figured out a way to win. Um, it, it, I think it's that simple for most teams, right? For whatever, 24 out of the 32 teams that have enough talent, it's how you play in a given week and how you play in the fourth quarter. Scott Petrarch joining us. Uh, Denzel Ward, Wyatt Teller, two key guys. You expect them to be back? I can't talk. Denzel's just so hard to tell with the yeah. discussions. I mean, we'll, I think practice starts at 11:10. We'll see if he's out there. You know, as of last Tuesday, he had not been cleared from the concussion protocol. Uh, Teller, you know, he said it felt a little better than when he strained the calf a couple of years ago, and he missed I think three games with that. So he's missed two, and then you have the bye. I think there's a level of optimism that he might be able to go this week. You know, David Njoku, high ankle. Um, you know, he's probably on that bubble. I would think JOK comes back after missing one week. And then probably just as important is Miles Garrett and Javon Clowney have an extra week to deal with those lingering injuries. And I thought they both played really well against the Bengals. And they're going to be necessary, right? If this defense is going to continue to play well, it's going to be started by the pass rush. And those two guys, you know, obviously lead the way there. Scott, thank you very much, buddy. Look forward to your questions during Kevin Stefanski's press gathering. Thanks, bud. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, Thanks Bob. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.